0: Hello everyone, Jake Lundahl here, Lundahl Performance Horses. I wanted to share a little more of a personal note today and talk about some of the developments in our training program. And specifically, the title of this episode is Dreams You Don't Know You Have Yet. And this was inspired, I was talking to a lady just yesterday who's going to send her two-year-old performance horse to us to be started at the beginning of next year. And we were talking about her goals and ambitions for her horse and herself and her own riding. And like a lot of people that bring us horses to start, she doesn't want to be just an absentee owner. She wants to advance along with her horse to a higher level and get to the point where, for example, she can haul out to a show and go in that arena and be able to put her hand down and trust that horse, be able to relax and loosen up and enjoy the experience you know if it's a ranch riding pattern or if she's doing some amateur reining stuff like that that her horse is bred to do she wants to be able to go do that and have fun with it and enjoy it and not be super self-conscious about how her horse looks or worried that something bad is going to happen she wants a horse that she can trust and she wants to be able to trust in her own skills you know and she's willing to invest in what it takes to get there and Same thing on the trail, same horse, but just a little different environment. Still, the desire is the same, to be able to trust that horse to the point where you can relax and enjoy that experience going down the trail and not be worried that if something silly happens, you might lose control or be in danger. And so we were talking through that and it got me reflecting a little bit because I often have these conversations with horse owners. You know, I have a whole interview process And it's very important to me to determine what their specific concrete goals are for the horse. It's not enough if somebody comes for training and they say, well, you know, just quote unquote, put some time on them, you know, put 60 days on them, put 90 days on them and just give them the fundamentals, you know, or, or I just want them better. That's too vague for me. I try to narrow down to specific concrete things that they want to do with their horse or that Maybe they want fixed in the cases where it's an older horse that has some training. But typically, people already have a vision in their mind, like little snapshots, you know, like an Instagram reel in their mind already of moments that they really dream about that they want to bring to fruition. In an ideal world, they would be doing X, Y, and Z with their horse. Often it's something very specific, you know, the ranch riding class, the trail ride where their horse is is an absolute champion is he isn't the butt of the trail ride right and those are important to me but what's funny is when they are able to get to that level and i've seen this process play out over and over again with many of the horse owners i've worked with the goals that they set in the beginning that they initially thought were like huge milestones that if they could just do this with their horse that that would be the be all end all. That's all they ever want. It's amazing how many of those people, when they do accomplish that, they look back and they're like, yeah, this is just the beginning. You know, It's like all these other new doors, things that, opportunities and options and things to do with their horse that they didn't even know existed. Or if they knew about it, they were intimidated to try it or, or it was too far off in the distance at one time, now that stuff is within reach and they're aware of it and they wanna go after it. And I know that from personal experience, I think it's a journey that everybody goes through. You know, there was a time in my horsemanship life and career when I was younger, that horses were a, a real source of fear and frustration to me. Like I work with people at lessons and clinics and so on and a lot of them are quite a bit older than me And they'll often, well not often, but sometimes, particularly if they're struggling with a confidence issue, a lot of people assume that I can't relate because I'm younger than them, I have more experience with horses, I'm a professional trainer. They just assume that none of this stuff ever, ever rattles me, that I can't possibly know the type of fear that they feel on a personal level. But I absolutely do. There was a time when I was younger that horses were a source of, of real fear and frustration. And specifically, I had this image in my mind back when I was younger, that loping a horse down a country road, like all the dirt and gravel roads that stretch out for miles around where I grew up in Northeast Nebraska. To me, the pinnacle of horsemanship would be to go out there and just put the horse on a loose rein and lope off and just go, da-da-dump, 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 and go down that gravel road just nice as you please. Because my experience up to that point was completely the opposite. My experience up to that point was horses are runaway freight trains. If you slacken the reins, you know, you can't trust them. And so if you let your guard down and slacken the reins, they're going to take off. They're going to do something dangerous, you know, that horses will take advantage of me. This was my thought process informed by my prior experience. We're all kind of captured by our experiences, I think, to a certain extent. And specifically, I can remember one real painful episode where I had a horse bolt and take off with me, and I completely lost control, lost my balance, and fell off. That damaged my confidence in a big way to where I didn't even offer to get on horses for a long time after that. You know, that happened when I was maybe... I don't know, nine or 10 years old. And it was, and not until I was 14, 15 did I ever set foot in a saddle again after that. Because that really traumatized me to a certain extent. Like I said, I had this idea in my mind that horses were dangerous, that horses were not to be trusted. You always had to keep a tight grip on them and keep them held back. So the first time I experienced that going out to a country road and just pitching the reins into the breeze and having a horse that would lope on a loose rein, but stay super relaxed and wouldn't go any faster than I asked for and would just comfortably canter along. The first time I experienced that, I thought, wow, this is amazing. You know, this is, this is incredible. I didn't even know this was possible. This is, this is how horses are supposed to be, you know? And for me, that was like the be all end all at that point. Like, I remember going out and riding with a a friend of mine, actually, the main mentor I had at the very beginning of my career. His name is Justin, who really got me into horses and was like my first coach. I remember going out on a trail ride and I had my unbroke feedlot nag that I was I literally got bucked off on my way out to the trail ride. Okay. And for some reason, maybe I hit my head hard enough and was just stupid. I kept going rather than just saying, screw it, and turning around and going home. My brother helped me catch the horse. I got back on, and by some miracle, we made it out to meet with Justin out on the dirt road. And the reason we were doing that is because he was telling me about this horse he'd been working with and how cool she was and the things that he could do with her. And I had no frame of reference for any of this stuff. I really didn't believe in anything he was saying until I got out there and saw his horse. He had this mare that it was the quietest, gentlest horse I'd ever seen. He could canter her down a country road, just nice as you please Reins swinging in the wind, just not a care in the world, completely relaxed and content. And to me, when I saw that for the first time, it opened a whole new world of what was possible with horses. And then when I experienced that myself, I was like, "Man, I've arrived, you know, this is amazing." But the point I'm getting at is that with more knowledge and more experience, you know, over time, that that goal and that milestone kind of faded as far as significance in my mind to where I realized, "Okay, there's a lot more to this horsemanship thing." And, and I kind of had this hunger for more knowledge, you know. I almost became addicted to learning everything I could about horsemanship. And another example is my groundwork knowledge, okay. This is this is extremely embarrassing. But there was a time where I literally didn't know how to lunge a horse, okay. We all start somewhere, but I have this distinct memory. And if, if smartphones had been a thing and somebody filmed this, if TikTok had existed back then... This would have gone viral for all the wrong reasons. Okay, so picture this. We didn't even have an arena or a round pen back then. We just had a hayfield. So my dad is standing out there in the hayfield with like this crappy leader open halter on one of our feedlot horses named Rocket. And this thing was a half blind, half trained, half wild nag. Okay, just an awful horse, had no skills or foundation whatsoever. We knew absolutely nothing about horsemanship, and we're trying to lunge this thing. Well, we can't figure out how to get him to go in a circle like on the training shows, you know. Uh, So at one point, my dad is holding the halter and lead rope, and I'm behind the horse trying to shoe it on a circle. I kid you not. I'm like waving my crappy Walmart cowboy hat at him. And I think I actually like chucked the hat at him at one point, trying to haze the horse around and make it go on a circle because we were clueless rednecks who had no idea how to train a horse. So you can imagine what a transformation it was when I learned how to actually teach a horse to lunge almost effortlessly, be able to send the horse off onto a circle with minimal pressure get an energetic departure have that horse find the circle have them follow a feel and soften to the halter and lead rope change directions effortlessly read my body language when i step out in front of the drive line and create turns and stops and do all that stuff once i figured out how that groundwork functioned i was like man this is awesome you know i started to feel like a horseman i was like this is it right here like i know i It opened up a whole new set of doors to me to solve all kinds of problems. Once I knew how to do that kind of groundwork with my horses, it solved everything from teaching horses to lead. If horses weren't leading well, I knew how to fix that, to teaching horses to load and unload from a trailer. No more fights. I'm just able to use those groundwork tools I have to send the horse in with minimal effort and have them follow that feel and respect that and load themselves. And I don't even have to get in the trailer I was like, man, this is awesome, you know, but again, just more time and experience and, and getting to a certain level, you kind of look around and you're like, okay, well, again, that was just the start. There's way more to this. So that kind of sent me off on some, some deeper channels as far as like specialized horsemanship goes. I worked in the cutting industry for a number of years as an assistant to a couple guys there, did the clinician thing, rein cow horse. You know i've, I've kind of gone through these evolutions over and over where it's like not going back to square one but like fading to black and then cutting to a new act of the play you know it's like it keeps building and there and there's like scenes that you go through as you as you kind of go through this path and you know i'm at a point now where like the guys who were my heroes and my idols or people that i would have been too intimidated to approach at one time I now have conversations with them on a peer-to-peer level. I can sit down to dinner and talk shop with these guys, and it's a surreal experience. I could have never guessed that that would be my life 12, 15 years ago, but that's just a personal example of my journey of kind of the evolutions I've gone through with horses and my clients as well. One example, one guy I work with quite frequently, his name is Tim. When I met him four years ago, he couldn't canter a horse. He literally could not lope without having a death grip on the horn because he didn't have an independent seat. He didn't know how to use his legs effectively. And I think the first private lesson I ever did with him I was helping him get his horse loping around the round pin just in a controlled area so he didn't have to steer, he didn't have to, I was on the ground helping flag him around and create forward motion, and this horse was a total sweetheart, this little mare he had. She was pretty green by my standards, but very good minded and had a nice little lope on her, perfect to learn on with me there kind of keeping things under control, and he was scared to death to lope this horse around a 60-foot round pin. The first time that horse cantered off and we got going around on a circle, he's death-gripping the horn, just white-knuckling that thing. And he's going, ah, you know, like just freaking out. And actually, one of his grandkids who was watching. She went running to the house and and was going, ah, that trainer's trying to kill grandpa. So then his wife comes out and his daughter and the grandkids all come running up to the arena to see what in the world's going on, you know. But that was the kind of environment or the, the kind of starting point that he had. Can't lope. Um, and just really his goals at that point was was two things mainly. One, I want to be able to lope a horse without feeling like I'm going to die. That was probably the main problem that even provoked him to get in touch with me in the first place. And then number two, you know, he's a he's got property. He's got cattle, is retired now, has horses built an arena and all that, and just wants to enjoy this horses with his family. And he's like, yeah, you know, if I can just get a little more competent to handle my own cattle, I don't have to be showing cutting horses or going down the fence or anything like that. But if I can just get a little more competent to where I'm not completely useless to go out and move some cattle around on my own property I'd like to be able to do that and not fall off just because my horse cantered. You know, those were the two main things in his mind. But over the years working with him and through private lessons and through him putting his horse in training with me, and and actually two horses came through me. One, I helped, helped him source that was an experienced cutting horse. The other one I trained. And both of them ended up going back to him then. And he went from not being able to lope to now he's showing in cutting. He also shows in RCHA. Him and his wife have traveled all over the country with their horses. His kids have ridden and shown those same horses. And he just sent me the video the other day of a cutting where two little girls, I think around eight to 10 years old are riding both of these horses and showing in their youth classes and winning. And the text he sent with the videos was something like it's great to have such well-trained horses. He's gotten to the point where he's showing other people now the ropes. Think about how insane that is. He didn't have any desire to do any showing or anything like that. Now he's hauling ass down the fence. And, you know, went from not being able to lope without screaming in fright to doing fence turns. Like, come on now. Like, that's a complete 180 from where he was. He's advanced to the point where he almost doesn't need me anymore. But getting videos like that of of him and other people and those two young girls enjoying those horses and having fun and and them handling well, to me there's no higher compliment than that. And it's a product of that journey as his skills are getting better and as the horses he's riding are getting better, particularly the one that he sent to me for training, he went from just kind of having low level ambitions of like, I don't want to suck, to now he's like, yeah, let's go show. Like I want to do that, that cutting, that's cool. I've always been casually interested in it. Now it's like I'm bitten by the cutting bug. I'm hooked on it. And that was a door that came open as his skills advanced. And that's, it's such a cool process, you know, when I help horse owners like that go through those iterations and kind of get to more sophisticated goals, dreams that they don't even know they have when they started. But as things become an option and their confidence and skills grow, They're like, yeah, let's do that. Let's pursue it. And that is the real point of what we do around here. We're not just putting time in on young horses. What we're really doing is creating transformations in both the horse and the human. And I wanna emphasize that point, that it's a two-way street. Not only does the horse need to learn and understand his job and have confidence in it and have the right foundation and the right handle, but the human needs to understand the why behind everything that we're doing and make the shifts that they need to make mentally and physically in how they're handling and interacting with their horses to get to that higher level. And once they do, all these doors fly open. So it's not that we're just accelerating you towards your horsemanship goals, we're passing them with flying colors and showing you that there's a bigger, wider world of possibilities even beyond the horizon that you think is in front of you. That's really what we're doing here. That's what I mean by transformation, and my goal is to pour as much effort and horsemanship knowledge that I've acquired and resources to help both horse and owner into this to fuel that transformation, pour as much of that in as possible. And that's why we renamed our program from the Accelerator Program to the Dream Horse Academy, an eight-week boot camp for the horses and for the owners that are going to be learning together both in online classes and then also in physical in-person lessons with me upon their horse's graduation from the program. So if you're the owner of a young horse with Western Performance Breeding and you want to give them the ultimate best possible start in life and even beyond that you want to go on a journey with them that will transform you as a horseman, I encourage you to check out our program. Go to www.cultstarting.com. Yes, that's our website. That's our domain, because I believe we are among the best in the world at developing young performance horse prospects and not just training the horses, but helping the owners unlock dreams with their horse that they don't even know exists yet. That's coltstarting.com. See you there.